Hi, and welcome to the second Smash It podcast. In this podcast, I spoke to Victor Corral on the technical aspects of consent. Victor is the Innovation Project Manager at Atos. Atos Research and Innovation is the R&D hub for emerging technologies and a key reference for the whole Atos group. The Smash Hit program is designed to solve the problem of consumer consent and data security in the connected car and smart cities environment. Smash Hit is formed by a consortium of nine organizations drawn from analytics, data security, car manufacturing, smart city infrastructure and academia working collaboratively to deliver the benefits of shared connectivity to millions of consumers. The European Union's General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, provides unprecedented levels of control to consumers and how they manage their data. Not only do consumers in the European Union now have the right to provide and revoke consent regarding the collection, use and storage of their data, but they also have the right to be forgotten. Implied consent is not enough in today's online world. I am Victor Corral. I am project manager of Atos. I am the division and I am currently working as a project manager leading for package related with business impact, exploitation and innovation. So this is basically my main function and my short bio profile for Smart Digit. Okay, so the company has been involved with Smashers. Can you speak about the business barriers that companies and organizations are facing today around setting up data sharing agreements? So uh, we have already identified uh, some business barriers regarding the data sharing and how this data is going to be collected and transforming into insights for companies. So basically we face two main challenges from data providers and consumers perspective because data sharing between two and more organizations requires complex and time-consuming legal agreements. For instance, two parties that need to agree on who owns the intellectual property of various data assets and outputs, as well other factors that include the viability and indemnities in case something goes wrong. So there is a lot of efforts and also time-consuming steps for companies where they try to share and also set up the legal conditions to be applied for this kind of contract. The second one is that we have company has to protect customer personal identifiable information, privacy and security, but also maximizing the utility of this data for business purposes. So, for example, getting uh, access to personal data in one hand, it could help industry to maximize their marketing campaigns. For example, we can automatize campaigns with real customer personal data according to their choice, needs, attitudes, and then we can pre-qualify this audience and we can set up the clear uh, targets and the clear profile of these users. As well, on the other hand, this reduces the wasteful spending and increased revenue because the people you put in your messages in front of there are more likely to take this action or to take this product that you are offering because it's very targeted and very precise to what this customer is looking forward. Okay, so we will have for our company, we will have a high return of investment and conversion rates where we're trying to sell it or we try to exchange information and data for our customers. So this is the main two business barriers that we have faced. Okay, as well as that, from a societal perspective, can you discuss a little bit around that, Victor, also? Yes, this is a quite important aspect also for a smart hit that we have to take care because 
as soon as that owner shares this data, they also think that they lose the visibility and the use of this data. Okay. So, for example, when that owners through web services or mobile apps that we are all familiar grant permission to us a provider to gather the data for specific purposes, for instance, to us to limited service in a free trial period, as well, they request to provide you your personal identifiable information to proceed and share this data with external parties. So this process, in some cases, is not transparent for data owners because they cannot check all the logins and transaction that the data has been undertaken with other companies. Therefore, the, those data owners lose the traceability of the data flows and they should also suppose that the data is being used as under the standards and apply the latest air privacy legislation. Okay, so this is something that owners should figure out that if they have been implemented by the company or by the company that they are trading off their his data. So this leads to the emergence of a common barrier because affect to both sides also to organization, but data consumer, because data consumer are not accessing to personalized services and even discount giving my patterns when we are purchasing in your company and also organization are having less conversion rates and they are transforming into less incomes for the services. So this is also a societal barrier that we have identified. This is a real issue because the data owner loses visibility and use of the data as soon as the data gets exchanged. Yes, this is a real problem because we cannot manage and centralize this, how to say, these flows of consent within different companies. Okay, so this is a very real pain for data consumers because they would like to check uh, and be sure that this information has been shared under their contract, uh, under the condition that they have granted to the company and to the data provider and not to other purposes that are not accounted by, by myself. Okay, so for example, I mean, you know, as a user of data, never mind in the larger companies, you're giving away your data, not certain about where it's going and what's happening to it. But right now, this seems to be, it's a big issue because right now in the area of innovation in particular, this seems to be the greatest exploit, you know, this is the point that's exploited the most by other companies. So from what we know, say from a what's happened in the past with other companies and with other businesses, it's really been exploited and it's to prevent this from happening. So there's no regulation around this at all at the moment, it seems. Yes. So we, the companies are also realizing about which is the real market. Okay. So because the, in somehow we think that the real markets are currently gaining this side, exchanging this data. But uh, the real fact is that then companies uh, and institutions, organizations are facing very um, technical, societal and business challenges where they try to trade off this data and also share this concern with external companies. Okay, so we, the market is already working hard in trying to unlock these opportunities, these data-driven business opportunities. But I guess that companies are still in the sporting phase where they are trying to assess which is the best solution and also the best alternative for the data owners to track, assess and be sure that this information and data has been shared under their contract that they have been granted. So this is quite important for companies, but also for data owners to trust in these data providers and this data market landscape. Okay, so it's very important. The whole area of consent is really important, isn't it? Yes, consent is one of the highest value now in the data driving industry because it's declared 
which are my conditions to share the data. It's like a digital contract with two organizations. We have the similarity when we buy or sell our houses that we create a contract with the, the new buyer and me as a seller when we try to trade off this property, this building property between two organizations, two persons. So uh, this is really like, like that. So we have to translate this more legal um, and paper document into a digital consent contract that is attached to my data sharing uh, agreement. Okay. So this is quite important for, for, for companies. But it seems that the terms of agreements are quite long and detailed and a lot of people don't make the time to read them. Yes. In fact, this is also a problem that we as Mahe will try to solve this by presenting uh, like a, a digital consent template where all data providers, data owners and also data consumers can access to a, a consent which is more or less standardizes, harmonizes with different industries so that we try to address the barrier of sharing data and sharing concept within different industry with different formats and with different vision. So we try to harmonize this in a sense that all the information is shared in a common and also in a simple way, not trying to, to develop many ad hoc solutions for every consent that we collect from different providers. So this is the fact. We try to harmonize and also provide this interoperability within the digital products and digital services and also between organizations. But that leads me on to the next question. Surely it's quite a challenge to get consent to be used in cross-domain sectors. What's smash its role in this and this, this is a serious technical challenge that they're facing obviously it's a project yes so this is a quite a challenging task also for the consent certification system that we are talking about because ideally data driving companies they are looking to maximize their efforts and investment by having access to different sources of data from different data owners for example a clear example in that field is that uh, all uh, uh, related information or related information with GPS, location data, given the relevance of the data to intelligent location services, uh, mapping, public authority, weather forecast. So imagine that with our GPS and location data, we are benefiting uh, much industry and several industries which are cross to each of them. So all these industries are interested to access to this valuable data for multiple purposes. For example, to personalizations, to better operational management. So this suppose to each of these industry that they have to ask to you particularly that if you grant access to this GPS and location data. So with SmartHead consent certification system, we're trying to address this barrier and we propose a central location system where we collect, account and certify all this consent that you are granting to different industries for different data-driven purposes in the sense of services or product that you are accessing. Okay, so this is something that we are also in the way to innovate and the way to bring to the industry a solution that harmonize this cross-domain sector consent. Okay, but what innovations do you expect to address these challenges, Victor? So the desired outcome for this initiative, if for as a consortium we are successful in the creation of a, a prototype for a consent certification system. What is this? Uh, where you uh, have heard about that? So this is a system that is capable of facilitating a framework 
that improve upon uh, the current models used to gain user consent and support the following objectives. So uh, the following objectives are really clear and targeted of what we our business cases from LexisNexis point of view and um, from Finland business case also willing to create and also to innovate. Okay, so uh, with this innovation, we expect to increase the number of consumers that are confident to share this concept for the data that has been collected from the CVPs, is the cyber physical products, for example, vehicles uh, or our IoT devices that we are using, wash machines, everything that is connected to the internet so we can be owner of the CPP, okay? And then we can also grant access to this uh, data and we can also get access to personalized services. So as well, we allow and encourage users and the owner of the CPPs of these machines, of these EOT devices, to build these concept packages and access to support questions arrive with the state of validity of a consent contract. Okay, so this is something that we aim to also uh, proportionate to data owners the ability to check, assess, and build at any time which are the consent contracts that they have been granted their permission. We also would like to create a prototype that is capable of demonstrating that the solution is secure and also can avoid any malicious activities in the sense that any company can make a data breach or can uh, attack to the consent certification system of SmartHeat and they can and we can have a data breach. So we have to be secure and, and also implement privacy secure mechanisms to avoid this kind of effects. Um, finally, what we would like to also to create is a solution that is, is going to be widely used in an European way and also in an international way because we would like to harmonize and also try to make into a system that is interoperable for any kind of concept gaining for any kind of cross-sectoral industries. So this is the innovation that we aim to bring to the market and to the industries. Okay, you mentioned also, Victor, consent certification system. How will the Smashit consent certification system manage consent for different companies? One of the main features that we expect that a consent certification system is going to deliver are basically and initially three of them, okay? We have automatic consent checking and contract engine. So we propose a centralized certification service that issues a UED certificates uh, against a verified consent transaction between a data providers and a consumer, as well if there is any third party involved, okay? So then we have also a second feature, which is quite important for us, and we have already talked about this, is an agreed joint policy enforcement language model. So with that, we support the first feature, which is an automatic consent engine, but then also we harmonize and then we also provide this standardization of the policies, of the different policies from different providers, from different consumers that they are using. So we will provide templates for every kind of policies that our company are using for the data driving services. So this is a way to try to harmonize and to have a catalog of policies where we can use, mix, or even create new ones with the acceptance of all the users involved in, the, in this contract. How will business and revenue models be created and emerge in your opinion, Victor? There are several opportunities in the business model side because given the appearance of marketplaces, data intermediaries, which are 
organization that intermediates within a data provider and data owners. So there are the opinions of new business model. Okay, so we are going to research and we are going to analyze which are these kind of business models. So, but we can advance that there are business models like data as a service, information as a service. Okay, data as a service, the value position is basically on the trade of this data from point A to point B. So we just trade data and we are going to share you with by, for this transaction. Okay. We enable you this transaction, so we are going to share you for this uh, technological implementation. But for example, in the case of information as a service business model, where we also provide information, we provide a response, we use any kind of analytics to transform this data into insights. So there are several business models around the topic of data and how industries are monetizing this data. So we are going to review all this literature in the sense of data-driven business model, how can be emerged in a smart hate consistification system, and also how this revenue model is going to lead this, this solution and how we are going to make incomes from the income certification, collection, and assurance. So uh, in our first rough idea, we think that the revenue models that we can apply to this solution are, for example, licensing model, where we put three different kinds of packages, for example, gold, silver, and bronze, and we set up different conditions where you can access to different set of first services, depending on the kind of packages that you are willing to use. Then we have another option, which is pay as you consume or pay as you record in this sense. For example, if I am a company, a data provider company, and I would like to and that smart consent certification system records and manage, for example, one thousand consent from my data services, I am going to charge you a fixed sprite of X euro per number of users. So this, there are another options that arising from these revenue models. As well, we can also set up customized solution for those industries that are interested to set up a specific solution for the industry or for the vertical. So we are very open and we are very flexible in the sense of building this uh, business model and revenue model building blocks. You also mentioned an important aspect about stakeholder feedback collection, Victor. Is there any possibility that the organizations and companies involved can participate in this process? Thanks, Ina, for, for raising this point because it's uh, quite important for us. We are requesting feedbacks in the early stage of the requirement phase of the solution because I would like to, to set up the photo of which is the current situation of SMAHIT. We are now facing the requirement phase where we collect from our business case, the point of view, which are the needs, which are the pains, and how they would like to solve all this kind of issue that they have arisen. So basically, we also would like to extend this feedback and would like to join other companies and other organizations to take the, their voices and also to incorporate into our solution development. So for that point, I would like to offer the possibility to all the our SMAHIT attendants, they can access two surveys that we have developed in the scope of SMAHIT requirement phase. This is uh, called the survey for industrial data provider and data owners and the survey for data consumer. So if you are a company organization and you are a business user, a developer, or you are a charity of a public authority, please, uh, take care of the link that we are going to share in the comments of the post and you can have your voice in the smart Hit development uh, phase and you can incorporate your feedback into our solution 
by completing the survey that we have prepared for you. Okay, so in the case of you, if you are a data consumer interested or accessing and consuming consent and data for other third parties, this is the opportunity that you have to provide us your needs and your on which are your, your desired outcomes. As well, if you are an industrial data provider or a data owner interested to have your voice in this solution and give your feedback about which features, innovation and challenges you consider more important and more critical that we have to deliver as a product or as a solution, please, this is the opportunity that you can lose and you can participate in Smart Solution uh, development. So this is a nice opportunity that you join this A2020 project uh, solution development and you can give us your feedback to incorporate in our development. So this will be a very nice exchange. I am happy to hear your comment from you and me. Same thing for the data providers and the data owners. So. As well, uh, industrial data providers and data owners, it's quite important for us to hear from you, from your side, because you are the stakeholders that are connecting with data owners and the ones that are uh, collecting the data from these users. So you, you have a very important uh, feedback in this solution. So we are waiting for you. Great. Okay, so the listeners can follow up with finding out more information on the blog on smashit.eu. Thanks very much, Victor, for your time today. Thank you very much. For more information on the Smash It project, go to www.smashit.eu.